Good evening, hello, and welcome back to the Off the Tips podcast. Back in the house as always, and a very happy birthday to AC. <laughs> Father time starting to catch up with you, mate. How, how does it feel? Cheers, mate. Yeah, 24 today, and it's just, I guess now, like, you can be considered mid-20s, which is a little bit daunting, to be honest. Yeah. How's your weekend, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, put of a bit of a lair up on Friday down at down in Manly, and then m- then managed to get out onto the onto the golf course, Manly Manly Golf Club, which is an outstanding piece of property. Just a good good test of of golf with with some pretty quirky features, and I yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it. Didn't go too well, but. We'll, we'll build on that. Yeah, talk me through it. Same issues as when you were back home, the big left ball or what no, demons were not you really. facing? I was actually not too bad off the tee. Um, I got massively scared by their um, practice green that was like proper glass. Like you couldn't get – well, I couldn't really get anything to stop within within three feet on the practice green and then – I was caught out in the first hole, leaving a putt about ten foot short, and and I kind of took a few holes to to get my bearings. They were still quick, but they were just they were just nothing compared to the um, practice green that was quite undulating too. Like I, <laughs> it was it was, but it was a real cool cool day, and I I hit the, I hit the ball okay in, in periods, but there's definitely some room for improvement. I, I'll look to get back on the back on the horse this weekend what about you mate did you did you get out onto the onto the golf course of your range bound at the moment aren't you yeah i'm a bit of a range rat at the moment i just i have so much head noise with my golf swing at the moment i just can't enjoy actually playing so i just i was just getting after it trying to get my swing back on plane because i know if i if i do the hard yards next i don't know say two or three weeks month hopefully I'll I'll play some good golf and hopefully my best golf, which is not nothing to write home about, but I just it needs to be done. I've just had two years where it's just been like really it just feels like I'm just putting bandages over everything when I'm playing golf at the moment. Yeah, putting bandages over a <laughs> over a open wound. Just um Yeah, exactly. What's, it's good that you're out trying to get to the bottom of the issue, and and you've been doing a bit of work with with the pro at Tiki, which is great, great news. And hopefully you're back out, um, back out on the <laughs> on the links in the next few weeks and making some numbers. Oh, and I'm enjoying the grind to be honest. Like it's quite fun having something to work towards because I'm normally I just go out and play and don't practice, so it's it's good. No, hopefully I, it's I like a long-term thing. Short-term pain, long-term gain. Yeah, that's that's what I'm telling myself at the moment. I need to probably take a leaf out of 
that that book but I, i'll probably I'll, I'll give the courses around here a little bit of a try before i confine myself to the to the range i also like knowing you well i just your personality i just can't see you just sitting on a range for an hour like swinging at 20 percent pace for an hour yeah yeah that's probably a fair assessment i i need a I need to get better at it. I, I can I can grind on a on a practice green way better than I can grind on a on a range, which is good and bad. But yeah, I need to I need to do some work on my game with some with some decent golf plans. So yeah, but a pretty a pretty quiet week in terms of the actual professional golf this week. A, a pretty weak field at Pebble Beach and Justin Rose comes off the back fence and steals it out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Talk me through what you saw at Pebble Beach this week. Yeah. Like to, I guess probably first off, like, let's face it, like we didn't watch much golf this week. It's obviously it's a pretty average week in terms of the golf world. So I guess – yeah, the main thing is that Justin Rose has ended a four-year drought. He won by three at Pebble Beach there. He had a great weekend. He had 65 and 66 Saturday, Sunday. There was all sorts of delays, weather. It was, there was a bit going on. There was the three courses. It was very messy to follow as a fan. But I guess pretty amazing for a bloke that could have easily just sold out to live, but He's obviously thought like he still wants to play majors and maybe that Ryder Cup probably captaincy. He seems like a pretty good candidate for that. So I guess credit to him for like grinding when he could have done what the Lee Westwoods, the Polters, Stensons, etc. have done. But it seems like he's still really driven to hopefully maybe, yeah, you never know, he might compete another major again. Yeah, he just he just wasn't ready to give up competing at the highest level, and I think he realised that um, if he was going over to live, it was a bit of a retirement fund, like it was for the rest of these guys. So yeah, all credit to him. Um, I, I think it's impressive that he's come back and he's probably vindicated that decision with a with a win on the PGA Tour, mm. which will which will definitely help his cause. And it's it's easy to forget how good he actually was at the start of 2019 he was ranked number one in the world as of like three weeks ago he was the last he's ever been at 84th and now he's back to 35th i actually thought he had fallen maybe lower than 84th yeah that that surprises me too but who's around him in the 80s it's it's hard yeah like when you look at it it'd probably be pretty yeah There'd be some pretty rogue uh, names, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, we made our feelings clear on how we feel about the multi-courses last week, so we won't punish the listeners' ears with that that again, but it's obviously it's hard to keep up with. Yeah, it is. It's really tough, and it's a bit of a shame because Pebble Beach is such a special place, an iconic venue. I feel like... Yeah, what do you think they need to do better? Like, 
I just think it's very optional viewing this event, but it's at one of the best golf courses they play at all year. Yeah, like so kind of what they need to do to take advantage of such a good golf course. Yeah, like obviously the Pro-Am gets in the way a lot, but it's been like 80 years they've done that. So I can see why they'd be reluctant to change. There's a lot of history behind this event, but yeah, is there anything you think, like do you bin the Pro-Am part? Do you play there twice? Like what do you think? Uh, I think playing there twice is a genuine option. Um considering the amount of stinkers that the PGA Tour throw up course-wise over the course of the year, I think. Like, why can't they just play a couple of events there? Um, I just think that the PGA Tour will probably argue that they they host a, a US Open there every decade. So um, it's... Oh. I don't, I don't know what you exactly do, but me personally, I'd take another event there. I don't know whether you take like a, an event like the match play there. I don't know how a match play would go around Pebble Beach. It could be quite fun, but yeah. What, what do you think? Yeah, I'd do something similar. Maybe have another event there and you can keep the pro-am element because I think by all accounts, like the players do love going there and, I think it, by the sounds, like, again, this is just from what I've kind of read or heard is that you, like, it's quite a good experience on ground. And if you're in the actual pro-am, like, it'd be pretty amazing. So I think we're, I guess, from our perspective, we're just talking about, like, a, a pure TV product and wanting to tune into golf. And, like, this yeah. week just doesn't, like, really do it for you. You just, yeah. Well, the, the field for such a good course is so sad. Like, you just don't have the gun golfers that you should get at, at this course. It's it's hard to tune into as well. So, yeah, that's, yeah, and it's that's not kind like, of what I think. Yeah, and I saw a lot of live comments, but it's nothing new. Like, last year, it was 38 out of 47 events in terms of, like, field strength. And that's with the fall events in there, which are always weak. And then the year before, it was 41 out of 47. So it's like that's terrible in terms of field yeah. strength. For, yeah. For one of the best courses on the planet. Like it's, yeah. it's a travesty they don't get the likes of Rory and whatnot there. Because it's outstanding to see them go around there. I enjoyed that US Open around there. That Gary Woodland one, I thought that was good. They always turn it up mm. for for major weeks, obviously. Yeah, and the thing, I th- like the thing, thing about those wheat fields is, like I, I must admit, if if Spieth and Fitz or Hovland or two of them were right in the thick of it, I would have been way more inclined to watch it. But like they were three, the three clear, like ranking wise, the best in the field. But it's just like it's hard to tune in when because it's all about the stars. That's what I personally enjoy watching. I want to see the the guns go at it that you know well, and you want to see them kind of add to their resumes. Like I'm not that interested in watching a guy like respectfully a guy who's 35 and wins the odd event. You know? Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's just a matter of coming up with a solution and whether the tour would would want to 
would want to put another event there. I have a feeling they might because there's a lot of talk. I feel like the fans want it and hopefully they listen to them. Yeah, which is something they're starting to do with the with the coverage and, and whatnot, which is, it's been a long time coming, but it's in, instantly gotten better and I can't wait to see how they, how it goes this week at the, at a designated event with a with a full field mm. and the waste management. I think it's it's going to be electric watching that. It this will week. be good this week. I'm really looking forward to it. One thing I was I don't know I was with a take when I was watching is Justin Rose when I heard him interview just seems like a bloke that would just eat really bland food like just bangers and mash no gravy. Some like no, murdered right. broccoli, just like I, I don't know. Just I, to just boil the like, shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Just the soggiest <laughs> broccoli, like that Mashed might be hard. Out of a packet, but he just like he doesn't do a lot for me. I, I don't hate him by any means. Like I just he just sits right in the middle. I'm just neither here or there with him. Yeah, uh, I'm probably the same, but I do respect his career a lot he's been exceptional and i think it's yeah <laughs> but maybe you're right maybe he, he eats his yeah. he eats a steak well done with no salt and pepper <laughs> t13 for victor this week victor hovland that is what do you think of him do you think like he's that guy <laughs> we've covered we have covered this before but he hasn't he hasn't shown that he that he wants to be that guy, the the guy that goes out and wins when it's when it's his for the taking. He just he's kind of, but in saying that, you could argue that this would have been an event that he'd win, going off his past wins. Yeah, I okay. I must say I was I punted him this week, and I was really disappointed with just. He just didn't fire a shot on that last round. And I thought, you know, one of the bigger players in the field, I think he, he's top 15 in the world. I just thought he'd make his presence felt a bit more. But it's just, I don't know, I, I'm going to give him a year. And if he doesn't win something that's like... Substantial. more Yes, more substantial than what he has. I'm just, I don't know, like I'll be very much sure he's out on Put it. But the- he's still young. But yeah, I want to see him win yeah, something yes. decent this year. I really do because I think he's got the yeah, game and he's a great. I do player. too. Yeah, he is. He, yeah, he just he passes the eye test from T until he gets to the green, and then it's just, admittedly, it's gotten way better. His short game's gotten way better to watch, but it used to be so hairy. But yeah. I like it that you're giving him a giving him a year, and then you that he's going down an AC's black book if he hasn't got a win. The opposite of a black book, he's removed from the black book. He's never again. <laughs> Another tough week for Spieth. Oh. T sixty three. He had a he had two doubles for the week, which is obviously never going to get it done. And he had a seventy five. I, we are we are you worried about him? Well, I was worried about him, and then he kind of resurfaced again, and then, and now I'm, 
I'm starting to get worried. I'm starting to. <laughs> I don't know. I just it's 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 so hard to get a gauge on where he's at because he'll blow <laughs> he'll just blow shit everywhere off the tee, but then <laughs> they'll cut to him one day and he'll just be going so low. It's yeah, it's hard. It's just so volatile. Like, and whenever he starts well, it just doesn't feel like that's sustainable, which it should for a player of his level. Like, you just kind of like feel like it used to. Yeah, like he self-destructed out of the Sony Open when he had the lead, and ended up missing the cut. And it's just, yeah, I don't know what to make of him at the moment. He's definitely, he's definitely one to monitor. I reckon. Yeah, I think. I, I I still like his chances at at a big event this year. I think always puts himself in the mix at Augusta. I just think that the consistency of his games just elapsed, and maybe he is just going to be the guy from now on that just plays poorly, and then will just randomly pinch one. Plays poorly and randomly pinch one. I don't I don't know. Yeah, he's just. Like stating the obvious, but he's just got to find a way to re- like to put four rounds of golf together. He just it's kind of he'll play good for three and then just have an absolute blowout, and it's really costing him at the moment. And then probably the other one to mention is just a miscut for Fitzpatrick, but he came into the week with a neck injury, so I don't think we have to worry about that too much. Just I'll probably put that down to an injury. Being a self-confessed range rat yourself or ranger Rick or as Bubba Watson likes to say, range goats, um, do you have any suggestions for speed? <laughs> Absolutely not. I am – no. I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> no swing thoughts? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll head over to the – DP World Tour this week. A solid week you for Foxy and Dan Hillier. Yeah, I caught little little bits and pieces on in the middle I of think- the night. I, I tuned in twice and just fell asleep, really. Yeah. There wasn't much going on this week. Daniel Gavin's won it by one, but I don't know if you saw that 18th hole. That's the big talking point out of it all. He's made double on a par five, but still managed to get away with winning by one. But he's he's blown his tee shot right into the drink, taken a drop, hit three wood, hit that in the drink, and he's wedged onto the green, pretty poor shot, and hold a 30-footer. And it oh, just wild. It was outrageous, eh? Yeah, it, it was. It was just it, – it looked like he just <laughs> – he just – Got to that 18th tee and just press the ejector seat and just <laughs> got sent. Oh, that's he, just not how to close out a golf tournament, especially oh. on a par five. Like that's just oh. just like he would have taken that to his yeah he would have taken that to his grave if that didn't if he didn't pull that off. Like that would have been really tough to come back from. Yeah. yeah. Not much to come from that week other than it was T6 for Rasmus Hoygaard. I thought it was his tournament to win. 
at the halfway point, but he just he had a poor Sunday, had one over. I just expected a little bit more from him, but he's made a little bit of a habit of that. He's had a few poor Sundays, but we all know the talent he has, so hopefully, hopefully we can just see him close out a few more at some stage. T11 for Foxy. What are your thoughts on solid him, mate? Always. I yeah. think that's probably not a great result for him, but like just solid. I think he would have liked to be more in contention than he was, but apparently was still fighting a little bit of illness earlier in the week. So I think the Singapore Classic will be, it's probably an even weaker field. He's by far the best player there. He He should be getting the job done or going close this week. Yeah, great. I T11 was probably the worst, well, not the worst I could see Foxy finishing, but probably slightly below par, which is a credit to the way he's really improved his game. And then T42 for Hillier, he had a tough final round, he had four over, but I imagine without like knowing, having any intel or anything like that, it's probably you'd probably take his start he's had to his career on the European definitely. Tour. Yeah, definitely. I'd say making cuts would have been first on his agenda. And actually, I've actually tipped him this week in our in our, in the tipping I do at work. So I'm hoping he maybe I'll back him up in our punts. We've we've been in a lean patch on our punts this week. Actually, we forgot to touch on that at the start. Well, yeah, I have. Yeah, me too. I had Roy the week before, but hopefully. This week will be tough because there's good fields, but also makes it a bit more fun to punt, I reckon. Yeah, you can start hovering around that top 10 category a little bit more and getting mm. a bit of value for, for some guys. Have you got anything else on the DP World Tour or should we move on? No, nah, no, nah, just um, looking over to that, that Asian Tour event with a, a great field. It was at Royal Greens this week. Um, Abraham Mansa goes wire to wire, and Cam Young finishes second. It was just a, it was a really good field. What do, I know you've got some opinions on on this and how it's affecting the game. Do you want to just give us a rundown on what you what you think? Yeah. I... It's just, I, this is exactly what everyone was scared of when Liv came about, in my opinion, is just, you know, you've got DJ, Cam Smith, Cam Young, well, Cam Young's still at PJ Tour, but it's just making it diluted. And again, the fans are the one losing out because it's just a worse product everywhere now because it's, there's just not that depth of field. We've lost the villains. We've lost a few kind of like veteran stars is probably a way to say it. So, yeah, that's, yeah, and that's why I've always – Yeah, and that's why I've always been quite anti-love. It's just how much it's disrupted the golf world. Yeah. Oh, I think, that, yeah, the, the proof is is there on like, – look at those other two fields this week. Just so, so average and like – like we said, having that sort of field at Pebble Beach is an absolute crime. And this random, with all due respect to the Asian tour, like it's maybe the, the third best tour in the world. Like 
having all of those guys there is they should be playing <laughs> against the best, and it's yeah. just hard to to see it unfold. Yeah, I the the pebble one. I don't think the pebble was affected like severely, just because I don't think people like the yeah. pros like playing with amateurs for three rounds. Like, I think. I think it's quite draining it's really slow like all of the rounds that people were over six hours apparently but yeah Ouch. it's definitely like i said it's like it's yeah probably that's a bad, what bad example because i've never had a great field there but it's you, you but the, you see what i mean yeah oh absolutely and saying that like you sprinkle just a couple of guys like maybe cam smith and I don't know, let's pick one, Joaquin Neiman in that Pebble Beach field, and that all of a sudden just looks a little bit better. We'll move on to our playoff holes this week, and we'll kick off with, with teeing off with a little bit of a, a little bit of a change up. AC, you, you tee off, and then we'll hear some listener tee-offs. Okay, um... It's just that time of year where the flies are about at the moment, and I just oh yeah, like what do these things serve on this planet? I'm no scientist, but like I don't know, they're just sickos. Like they they just perch up on your leg when you don't want them. Like just hang around food, and like for the bloody the bloody things are attracted to like feces and carcasses, like. What? What a bunch of sickos. Like, I can't what a terrible <laughs> insect. <laughs> yeah, um I can't say I'm a big fly guy and nor can I say I know what their purpose is on the planet. <laughs> but not I agree with you. They are the most annoying things in the world. Jeez, um <laughs> fly spray companies must just absolutely make a killing. <laughs> I kind of like, I remember obviously Monty, uh, a fan favorite on the course reviews, but I remember his house, like he lived by a farm and I was almost intolerable being there. Like it's just, I couldn't get it. Like I hated it. Like it was just flies everywhere and you just couldn't even sit there without one landing on you. You have to put one of those beekeeper suits on just to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. No, no good, eh? Have you got team off or you? No, I I don't. But we had some. We have a few listener. Well, there's a combination. We asked the the, the listeners for some some teeing off and tough scenes. But we'll kick off with a couple of um teeing offs. This one's from Adam. It is punishing having to watch Bill Murray play golf this weekend. Equally as punishing as his chat was that bloke ever funny? But God, they give him some airtime. Absolute complete flog. Don't know what this rant is, but I think it's fit for teeing off. And yeah, it, it probably is. It's he does put on a bit, of, a bit of a circus act, old Bill Murray at Pebble Beach. But by all accounts, it isn't as bad when you're there. Yeah, and oh, flog's quite a harsh take because obviously you never know these blokes as real people. But yeah, like I just feel like yeah. the PGA Tour have kind of ruined his brand as well just by like just it's just plastered on socials and the same content always comes up oh it is everywhere so whenever i think of like pro 
uh, sorry, the Pebble Beach event, I just think of him carrying on like a pork chop. And that's like, I don't think that's what your image of a golf tournament should be, a professional golf tournament. A short one here from, from Jake. After a round, if someone doesn't take their hat off to shake hands, is that the same sort of equivalent as champing someone or am I reading into it too much? See, I'm, I'm, I don't care about the, the hat off. I just think if you're maybe playing with someone you don't know, take it off. But I reckon if you – I just reckon it's overdone. I'm in the same boat. If, if I'm playing with someone – but out of league that I haven't played with before, I'll always take my head off. But if I'm playing with the boys, like I do not care. And I know they won't care either. It's it's fine. Fair game, I reckon. Yeah, fair game. And I got another one from from an anonymous anonymous listener. Um Can you ask AC what he thinks about people not handing in their scorecards? Yeah, hand them in. Like he only, you, yeah, I think he only specified you as because he was uh, sending this directly to me. But um, yeah, uh, you've got to hand think them if all you in. If... You're not scoring before your round. Fine, like if you, unless you're playing a couple like balls, having a practice nine. Yeah, like I just, you know, you can't do it after the fact. You've played a poor round and just not hand it in because that's what all like. Since our mates don't play in competitions, yeah. they oh, actually want the handicaps. They want the handicaps like lower. We normally like I don't know if you're in the club scramble, like you might people get called burglars because they don't hand in their good ones. But we're kind of almost the opposite. Yeah, I've. <laughs> if you see my my handed in cards, it is like a disgrace how varied the the, the scores are. It's it's actually like ludicrous. Oh, that scale on the indie golf graph doesn't make it look good either. No, one day I'll like I'll be flying for a couple of rounds and then I'll just I'll press the ejector seat button. But it's it's great for the getting the handicap up for the Hillary is always always really good good uh, good shopping. Yeah, so I guess to answer the question, my my take is that unless you declare at the start, you hand it in. Simple. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent in the in the same boat. Well, that'll lead us into our our tough scenes. I do have a tough scene this week. Um, a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a saddish one. One of my um, one of my mates and I, he was at a at a simulator that they have at their at their work complex, and he's this. I can't actually express how unlucky this is. He's just hit one like sh- directly left, and it's hit a middle pole, and it's ricocheted back, and it's just hit him straight in the eye, and like he's he's cooked he's um i think he's eye surgery like has to get a metal plate and like a replaced eye socket like he's completely done the work so that's my tough scene this weekend i'll i'll put a photo up um on the social so you can 
so you guys can see. I'll ask them first, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty gnarly. So thoughts and prayers out there because that is li- I can't actually explain how like <laughs> how one in a million that that is like it's just so unlucky. Shit, that's no good. But, oh, you're just having some harmless fun, and then that happens. That's oh, that's tough to hear. Hopefully, he's yeah, doing all right. right. And yeah, fresh like Friday early finish, heading into a long weekend, and then oh, just absolute. That's carnage. not a vibe at all. No, this is a tough scene sent in from Jake. Tough scene for the week. People not showing any etiquette getting off planes. <laughs> Boomers stand up and walk down the aisle, not letting anyone in a row closer to the door off before them. Same breed as people that don't wave <laughs> wave to you when you give way to them. We've I've been we've, very we've vocal about my <laughs> about my my stance on airport etiquette. Um, I, I I yeah, it's it's hard to disagree with that. I've said it yeah before it's just i think how you behave in an airport is how you are as a person that's fair i've teed off on the um the wave at uh when you let someone in too i think so we've covered the lot and so i guess we could say we wholeheartedly agree have we got any other tough scenes or should i hit you with one no, no, no! You hit me, hit me with your best shot, mate. Okay. Um, so this was this was my brother actually. He, by all accounts, had a pretty big Saturday night, and he was just walking along the streets of Dunedin, and some homeless guy just said to him, "Mate, you look so sick." And this this homeless bloke was also lying down in the super like a car park. So. <laughs> that's tough to cough. <laughs> that is so tough to cough. God, that's so funny. Oh, I was crying <laughs> when you sent me that. Like, I found that hilarious. Oh, just cough that. So, yeah, looking forward to this week's Phoenix Open. Pretty excited for it, actually. Feature group coverage and all that jazz, which it'll make it feel like a major really and i'm i'm looking forward to party holes always get you up and about ac how we feeling i'm really excited for this event i think 20 i read today somewhere 23 of the top 24 in the world rankings are playing so we've got a proper event on our hands be good to see hopefully a few big guns can fight out down the stretch and i think that'll be the pga tours dream and kind of what these designated events kind of like hope to achieve yeah oh hard to argue with that um do you have any do you have any picks for this week off the with a little question without notice to what do you who do you think is going to topple them this week no i don't i i'm not sure i'll have to do some research i'm big i'm a big like course history guy so i'll have to look at some past events and just see who's who's kind of done well there often what about you? Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's Ricky Fowler time, baby. I I don't know. <laughs> he loves it around there, but no, I th- I think 
I think this is the week for your boy Taylor Montgomery. I tipped him out for the magazine this week. I I think it's I think it's time, and I'll I'll back him up in my punts this week too. Oh, Cal, just jumping on that bandwagon, eh? But uh, no, I yeah, you've you've got me. Also, I've I messed up last week. I just assumed Jason Day would be in the field because he always plays, and he and he didn't. So. If anyone like listens to the podcast and was like, "Oh, yeah, Jason Day plays well there," I'll I'll get on. That you wouldn't have found him in the odds. So sorry about that. <laughs> Should have done my oh, diligence. Mate. Yeah, we're allowed, we're allowed to make make errors. Uh, well, that pretty much wraps up this week. Um, cheers for tuning in, guys. And AC, enjoy the rest of your birthday, mate, and and go well at work this week and. We'll catch you later in the week for a course Nuffy series, and if not, catch you next week on the weekly pod. Cheerio. Time to go home there, Bob. Oh, why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you doing?